1: Well, I've done it again. Uh, that was, of course, Maddie, uh, not Anna. Uh, didn't know that uh, Anna had left. But Maddie, great job. Uh, wonderful news bulletin, and we look forward to throwing to you correctly uh, as we head up to one o'clock. Sam Margos, Josh Jenkins, with you just before we get to uh, Barretts Under Race. And there's a text here from Ashley. How many more wins did Geelong need to beat the record for games won in a row? Everyone talked about the Melbourne winning streak last year, and no one is talking about the Geelong winning streak this time around. Well, their winning streak JJ currently sits at sixteen. Geelong. Melbourne's yeah, Melbourne's went uh, seventeen games, but the record is Geelong uh, nineteen fifty two to nineteen fifty three, round twelve to round thirteen. Over that period, um, they won twenty three games. Wow, wow, that uh,
0: what's yeah? Does that even count? <laughs> well, <laughs> officially, but it does, yes, but you know what I mean in terms of comparing in the eighteen whose, team era. So that would be the streak. yeah,
1: it would be the, the greatest streak in the uh, eighteen team. Era. Well,
0: Essendon, uh, Essendon punched out a fair few, didn't they? Yeah, Back 20 in, r- 6, wins. 000?
1: Round 1, 2000 to round 20, 2000. Yep. That was a 20 win. And that was, of course, the, the Western Bulldogs under Plough that took uh, the perfect season away from them. Uh, yeah, it was,
0: was with the flooding. Go- it, was a fl- yeah, it wasn't a. Like was a flood. Plough doesn't like it? that.
1: It was not a flood. Oh, right. We will talk. We can Jeez. talk about that. Could have fooled me. Uh, hey, um, the third and final test of the South African Series and the fifth and final test of the Australian Test Summer uh, will start... On January the 4th, uh, it is the New Year test, now the pink test. Uh, it's a very special occasion on the sporting calendar and, and, a, and a pretty special way to start the year of sport. Uh, Barrett under is an integral part uh, of our SEN test commentary team. He's been good enough to join us. Barrett, hello to you. Hello,
2: guys. Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year to you. Uh, a lot happening in the build-up to this in terms of selection for Australia, we know now that Ashton Agar and Matt Renshaw came into the squad uh, as cover for Mitch Stark and Cam Green, who uh, suffered those digit injuries in the second test. Um, what are you led to believe will be the makeup of the Australian team?
2: Yeah, I think it's still uh, there is a lot of intrigue around uh, what the final makeup of the 11th is going to look like. And uh, I think we'll find out a little more in the next few hours. Australia are just about to. Uh, arrive at the SCG and have their first full training session of the year. Uh, and uh, I think you'll start getting hints about where, where what they're thinking is and uh, where they're going because we still haven't really got a good look at the pitch either. Uh, and, and from what we've heard, they're already looking at this as sort of not full, full-prong preparation, but semi-preparation for that India tour. The, the SCG pitch this summer has had quite a bit of quite a bit in it for spinners. So maybe we'll see a little bit of that, which should open the door for Ashton I mean, there have been a few question marks about his first-class numbers in the last two, three years. But he does bring in that all-round value. So some some intrigue going into today's training session and uh, in the next two days leading up to that day. Uh,
0: Barat, good afternoon. Uh, what about the other mob? Because I'll tell you, we were getting stuck in left, right, and centre into the West Indies and what they threw okay. up. But the expectation on the South Africans and what they've dished up, they should be under more uh, scrutiny than the West Indians. So yes. can we ex- can we get some level of competition from, from the Proteus in this final test? Now, we know typically, and I guess historically, dead rubbers have been a little dull, but they've got to play with some pride, do they not?
2: And pride is a word that uh, their captain used a lot after that. Uh, pretty disappointing defeat in 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 Melbourne. Let's face it, the pitch was really really flat, and uh, they had no business, uh, you know, getting bowled out so cheaply in both innings. Uh, and uh, I just just literally 10 minutes ago, I just saw the South African batters get into an impromptu huddle, and all of them, at least the top order, seemed to have gone right back into the net for for another hit. So maybe the the chat in the huddle was, you know, what we need to put our hand up and. Uh, you know get some pride back for the team because the bowlers to an extent have done their job right they came in with a lot of hype around them as well but they haven't been helped by the batters but you're absolutely right I mean the West Indies are supposed to be the weak point of the summer everybody is looking forward to this heavyweight battle and uh, what we've seen so far uh, has not really matched up the hype or the build up
0: it's always um, interested me It intrigued me. You know, you say that you saw the batters come together and, excuse me, that's really interesting because what would they have been saying? Because, you know, to me, batting, it's a team sport, but I'm out there facing each ball as an individual. My job is to make runs. So in a sense, you can say, uh, if I make runs and do my job and everyone else does their job, we've done well. But what else goes into, I guess, a batting group or a batting lineup being able to be uh, having success as a group?
2: Uh, no, I think it's just, like, like you said, it, at the end of the day, it's about uh, your rollout in the middle, not leaving it for anyone else. And we've seen some of them get stars, but it almost feels like once they face 40-50 balls, uh, that, that they almost feel like they've done their job or not. If not done their job, they feel like they have the license to uh, play a few more shots than they have to. And, and except Emba Bauma, nobody else has faced more than 50 balls, more than twice, or even, even in some cases more than once, which kind of tells you where they have failed. Uh, so it's not all, only about the runs, but the fact that they didn't bowl out in 60 overs, 70 overs, and barely even tested the Australian bowlers in, in comparison to the West Indians, who they struggled from a bowling f- front, but they did take the first test to the 50. They did have some batters who, uh, you know, put a price on their wicket, which is what has been the most disappointing. Like even with the running between the wickets, uh, and hopefully whatever was spoken in the huddle was just uh, to, you know, kind of (laughs) spend enough time out there in the middle so that when you walk into the dressing rooms, you can kind of look your bowlers in the eyes uh, and not have to put them through the grind where, you know, you put 150, 170 on the bowl Mm. and they have to bail you out. Uh, Brad,
1: before we let you go, uh, it seems almost a little bit rude, but I'm just going to look ahead now um, because we're just you know, very confident in what we're dishing up the Australian test side. And this seems a fait accompli, but the series is done. The summer has been a success, albeit against opposition that weren't probably where we would hope for them to be. The real tests are to come the, the frontiers most foreign to us to getting wins on and the hardest to conquer. India and India haven't won there since 2004 and England in England uh, haven't won there since 2001. Uh, the place of your birth, um, do we, does Australia, to your eye, have everything it needs to be successful in India?
2: Look, this might sound clichéd, but I honestly do believe this is Australia's best chance to win in India in a long time. Uh, because there are a few things happening in Indian trade where uh, th- this, uh, there's a little lack of stability in terms of the makeup of their test team. Uh, they have a new captain who's only played two tests since he became captain a year ago and Rohit Sharma. So uh, India are still finding their feet once more in this new era of their test uh, test, test, you know, or test team as a test team. So uh, then you have Australia who have everything going for them. Uh, they have 15 years. I mean, they might miss, miss Mitchell start for the start of that series, uh, but they have batters who are hungry to bat long, which is what you need in India. Uh, and I think if the Australian team that toured in 2017 looks themselves in the mirror, they would feel like they missed out on a great opportunity. There were so many chances for them to win that series. But uh, Steve Smith and Pat Cummins will know that you know they they, w- they won't want to leave. Any more opportunities this time, because this is almost the, the coming together. Could well be the last hurrah for this great team uh, that have won a lot uh, under Cummins and uh, just just won a lot of series at home and at times away. So this, if they don't do it now, uh, they might have to wait a while. So yeah, a very exciting eight to nine months coming up for Australian cricket, uh, starting with that India tour just in one month's time. I can't wait to get back home.
1: Oh, we can't wait to chat to you during it either, Brad. Thanks so much uh, for your chat all throughout the summer. Uh, it's been wonderful, and you have been uh, as part of the SEN Test commentary team. We'll enjoy the final Test of the summer, and we'll
2: speak to you soon. Way soon, guys. You have a great year and a great day ahead. Uh, happy
1: New Year to you too, Barrett Sunderacin. Uh, Integral part and the best dressed man is the SEN Test cricket lineup, and you'll hear all the crew with Jared Waitley and. Uh, uh, Dwayne Russell, the pipe was fantastic uh, on the Boxing Day test. I saw a bit of that. Yes, yes. brilliant. Uh, Chris Rogers, Damian Fleming, uh, the whole crew in Sydney. Looking forward to that. You won't miss a ball of it uh, as it starts on uh, the 4th of January. Hey, when we come back, we've still got three teams and the AFL to do uh, the New Year's resolutions for Sam Hargraves. Josh Jenkins with you. Was mornings, now afternoons on SEN.